Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Live from the Festival of Ghana 1996, it's a wheezing groaning sound, the only podcast about Doctor Who. So try not to get too mechanoid about the current state of the world, and instead do your Mary Celeste best to enjoy yourself (laughs) as we look at another cracking story from classic Doctor Who. And as usual, it is me, Tom Neenan. I'm also joined by John Rayner, Mr. Paul Litchfield. Hello. Hey, hello. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Tom. How are you? (laughs) Is that that you, Bill? (laughs) Yes. Oh, hang on. I can't read the cue card. (laughs) Yes, it is me. Yes. (laughs) Cretins. Bless him. Oh, bless him. Not the first double partner we'll have this episode. No. No. Well, no, I know. Um, so, so, the chase. Yeah. What Shall can you I, tell us about the chase? I was going to, well, I was, I was, as tradition now seems to dictate, I was going to tell you what was going on that day before you bunged on a bit of who. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's Saturday, the 22nd of May, 1965. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Now, on BBC, BBC One, at 10.45, there is a programme called Commit. Hmm. Oh. Episode 25. And it, all it says is, I'm Antiken Langenschunschwaft. A, a, course, a, course a course of 30 lessons for beginners. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. So there you go. And a bit later on, at five o'clock, you have the Telegoons. BBC's radio famous goon show performed by puppets. Yeah, it's rubbish. <laughs> uh, I remember it. I, yeah, I think I had it on video or something. Yeah. Very odd. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it just didn't work, did it? No. It really weird. Um, a lovely time for Doctor Who to start on the uh, Saturday, the 22nd of May, 1965. It was on at 5.40. Oh, that's perfect. That's lovely. lovely. And um, there was a bit of news afterwards, nothing exciting. But after that was the Dick Van Dyke Show. Nice. And the title of this particular show is this, and this is the only entry in the Radio Times archive. It just says, scratch my car and die. (laughs) (laughs) He's a vengeful man, is Dick Van Dyke. Oh, my word. Could you imagine? Mind (laughs) you, imagine if you scratched the doctor's, you know, little Bessie. I'd be incandescent, wouldn't he? (laughs) I, I, I think I might cut you, Joe. Oh. Doctor, no, not again. Oh, God. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit later on on the BBC, you had, at a quarter past ten, you had Greyhound Gala. Oh. Direct that- from White City, London, live <gasps> Greyhound racing. Oh. <laughs> but my personal favourite was just after, at 22.40, you had Hotline with David Jacobs. Wow. 
Ooh. And it just says this in the blurb. A lively programme in which viewers have the opportunity to discuss any subject they like with the hotline panel. David, have you ever fucked a dog? <laughs> with almost every discussion that you can have with the hotline panel. <laughs> and it says... It says Please do not try to telephone the BBC during the programme. If you have a subject you would like to discuss, then send us a postcard to Hotline Care of the BBC. What if you brought it there in person? I'd imagine they'd be fine with that, wouldn't yeah, they? I suppose they would. Hmm. Now, BBC Two, if you obviously you, you, you didn't like your Who, and you're mad if you didn't, um, mm-hmm. and you watch, you'd be watching nothing, because it didn't start till 7 o'clock. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. But then, what you got was Cinema 625. Which I've never heard of before, mm. and 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 it's just got a film called The Goddess Devi or Devi D E V I, and it just says an Indian film. <laughs> that's, that's all it says. So we that's need to unbelievable. know. Unbelievable. <laughs> that's bizarre. And then just after there was a there was a drama series called Contract to Kill. Whoa. And this was episode three called Interlude in Rome. And again, verbatim from the archive, this is what it says: Luke decides to give his mistress Lena. A well-deserved pearl necklace. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my word. Oh, my word. (laughs) I'll watch with that. (laughs) (laughs) So, that was the televisual goodies that were on the BBC. Uh, I should should say before we get going that uh, it's completely obvious, everyone listening at home, that we are doing this virtually. Mm. Yes, so the, the old sound quality is not exactly what it's supposed to be, but we're doing our best, so leave us alone. We are. <laughs> yeah, we're trying our best. Yeah. Um, what we don't have is some kind of uh, photon tube that allows us to record everything that's going on in the world at any time in any, in any place. Mm. Um, oh, yes. Which yes the time us. television. Yes, mm. the time television, the pervertrope that, um, <laughs> that William Hartnell's been working on uh, at the start of this episode. It's amazing, um, isn't it? It is. <laughs> he managed. They also managed to, with the vaguest of vague um, sort of directions, they managed to find all like key moments in history, dis- despite how how improbable it is that you would just go this day in this year, and Abraham Lincoln is in the middle of giving the um, <laughs> giving his most famous speech. Mm. Yeah, I don't understand because it, because it's the idea of you could look through at the past. Does that mean that? That there was a television camera there at the time, and they don't know how how the logic works for it. This is going to be my question because at one point you've got multiple angles, yeah, and cutaways. It is amazing because right right at the beginning of the episode, you really get the impression that they all sort of like hate each other. (laughs) There's a real sort of angry, sort of slightly sort of everyone's a bit yeah, all right. (laughs) Well, Vicky's very clumsy. Vicky spills tea all over her. Yeah. Dress and she's like, oh, for God's sake, Vicky! <laughs> They're all just really hating each other. And the TARDIS is just, I'm sorry, and, and the Doctor seems to be, hey, well, I'm going to build a giant ring piece. Like, well, <laughs> if that's what you want to do, Doctor, that's sure. fine by me. <laughs> yeah, none of them but, are like enjoying traveling, are they? Ian's reading his book about monsters from outer space. Yeah, um, yeah, and um, and yeah, none of them are talking. And also, Vicky's thing about like when she spills the tea is a bit weird because. You think that's going to set up something later on, like, oh, she's clumsy and therefore she does something. But 
it never really comes back, does it? She no. just messes up no. one thing, and they, it's all just tetchy. Everyone's tetchy in the TARDIS. She, she's really she. What, what I noticed about the Vicky character, because I really didn't know about her that much, is um, mm. is um, she's got this massive emotional range. She's is either deliriously happy or screaming or bawling, but often <laughs> out of context. It's really, <laughs> it's really weird. Sometimes when she should be screaming, she's laughing her head off. <laughs> also, why it's, didn't someone say, Doctor? This is a television that can see through time. Hmm. Can you show me that man who was having sex with a chicken when a rock fell on him? <laughs> <laughs> Just imagine the doctor when he's when it's quiet. Here it is, Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> oh, I say, oh, good lord! <laughs> but instead, we get a Shakespeare. Um, yeah, Shakespeare. Who will make uh, Hugh Walters? Just a little fact. Uh, who uh, would go on to be Doctor two more times? Wow! Oh, wow! In the Deadly Assassin of Revelation of the Daleks. Oh, you know your stuff, Tom. That's brilliant. Oh, yeah, there he is. Um, and they, we see him come up with Hamlet there yes. on the spot. Yes, that's, that's, that's the guy. I like stuff like that. <laughs> he comes up with the idea of Hamlet's cigars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're never alone. Happiness it's... is a cigar called Hamlet. Shakespeare. <laughs> oh, hang on, we need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they're all, but I'm I'm liking the um, interior of the TARDIS. It's um it's more like a sort of like a very clean mechanics sort of um room. Yeah, <laughs> hmm. um, I kind of like they, that. They kind of tie it to the era as well. So they listen to a bit of Beatles. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and Ian, Ian is absolutely he's dancing his nut off. He's loving it. Hmm. Um, which is like I don't know. It must be at the time. Would that be huge? Like you've got two big things. You've got the Beatles and you've got Dalek, Dalek, Beatle Mania and Dalek Mania combining. Dalek Mania. <laughs> <laughs> it's a craze that's sweeping the nation. Everyone's <laughs> doing the Dalek. <laughs> I, I was reading on Wikipedia. I don't know if this is true. That um that bit of the Beatles that they show is the only surviving footage of them on top of the pops. Oh my really? god! And 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 the only way you can watch it is to watch Doctor Who: The Chase. <laughs> apparently, they were wiped. So, if you oh. actually want to see Beatles footage at Top of the Pops, that's the only bit that they have. Wow! It's that's a good brilliant. Job, but, um, if if tra- true, that's brilliant. You could do that- the Dalek as a dance thing. All you have to do is have an erection <laughs> and sort of run backwards right. and forwards. Yeah, and just occasionally X-ray people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's some good Dalek stuff in this when the Daleks in the desert. And it hasn't. Oh. Got, you can clearly see someone's lifting it and walking along, and then putting yeah. it down. It's amazing, and oh. also you can see that the TARDIS is on casters at one point. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But I don't care about any of that because no. they arrive on a really. It's like thank fuck. It's not a quarry. I mean, all right, it's a big sand dune, but that's lovely. Mm. Big sandy really mad planet. <laughs> Two suns as well. So Two suns. Yeah, it's very, it's very hot. I think I'll sunbathe. Yeah. And he's sun- full clothes. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> classic sunbathing. Meanwhile, you uh, was it Ian and Ian Vicky? You run around this strange, possibly dangerous planet. <laughs> yeah, bye. They just go off on their own. Um, they find a hatch, like in Lost. Yeah, uh-huh. that's good. Um, you have to pull a ring. Yeah, <laughs> she pulls a ring out. Vicky finds that hilarious. It's exactly what you're saying, Paul. It's her being like finding that so funny that Ian has like fallen over a bit. Yeah, exactly, a <laughs> tiny bit. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. was hijinks back then. For, for, he slightly the shifted companions. on one grain of sand and she gets hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> she'd, have fucked, she'd have been like one of those people that died laughing watching like all some mothers do have them. Yeah, <laughs> the Maybe it was she watched the episode of The Goodies, the famous episode where someone died. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that Is was that her. what happened? Yeah, yeah someone, someone died, died laughing. 
Good, the goodies. Yeah, yeah genuinely. Oh, good. It was the um, oh, obviously it was no, it, it was none of the studio bits. Thank yeah. God, it was also <laughs> one of their filmed bits because the studio bits go on and on and on, <laughs> on, and on. <laughs> but never mind. What what I really like is when they when they sort of walk away from 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 sitting in the sand, you get that lovely tentacle just come up from the sand, and that's mm. like ooh. fun, isn't it? And I immediately thought, oh, is could that? Are they already telling us that's the inside of a Dalek? But then clearly that doesn't be the case no it's a... but i immediately thought oh is that that's interesting that's it but got it... really exciting but yeah it's it's a is it a maya beast mm-hmm. yeah it's a maya beast which is just basically an octopus isn't it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. the iridians who we meet we meet some iridians are terrified of them they are brilliant the iridians aren't they they are amazing they're Love. they're fresh out of ballet school yeah <laughs> they look like the guys from earth girls are easy yeah, with their with their yeah. fins, and they're obviously they're wearing like silver lycra yeah. Um, yeah. leotards. <laughs> yes, the, the little fins they're as great. well. They've got their fins on the top of their head. Yeah, so they obviously they they appear very sort of aquatic, and you and then you find out that um that the ocean's drained, and the and the uh, the horrible o- octopi. What are they called again? The Myra. The, the Maya beasts. The Maya beasts. They sort of mm. survived in the primordial muck at, at, at the mm. bottom. And the Daleks turn up and immediately. The Daleks turn up and immediately say, "Right, you lot are slaves now." <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's what they do. Yeah, it's, they're absolutely their their mo. Mm. I mean, I mean, so basically, what's happened in this ep- ep- episode is the Daleks inadvertently tune in to the Doctor's um, huge television ring piece, <laughs> and and they immediately go, well, let, well, "We need to destroy him," and then that's the premise of the entire. Um, six episodes, isn't it? They're just being chased, this, yeah. and I love that. That's brilliant. It is nice, isn't it? They, they just there's no complications to this. I don't think any idea lasts longer than like fifteen minutes. Hmm. Yeah, everything we do is just. And we're moving on now. We're, we're, there's a there's a robot doctor. No, there isn't anymore. He's dead. Uh, we're on top of the Empire State Building. No, not anymore. Um, well, there's a, there's Dracula. <laughs> yeah, he just goes. I am Dracula. He says good evening. <laughs> I am Dracula. Hmm. I am interested in car insurance. <laughs> it's just what? Okay, but that—that's a bit further down the line. Mm. Um, mm. Um, I love the bit further down the line where they make a duplicate doctor, and clearly it's some other person when they reveal the hatch. Mm. It's just someone else entirely. Hartnell just couldn't be asked. It's—I uh, don't. And then think in the it next is... episode, you get a close-up, and it's actually him. Yeah. <laughs> At no point I do I think that the um, William Hartnell is ever the two of them are ever really in the same shot, both showing their face. So I don't know why they both couldn't be played by William Hartnell. Yeah, that's I don't get that at all. Maybe he was no. just uh, down the bookies or something on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, don't know what that was. Mm. Um, I think I I love the fact that they're just constantly. Is it nine minutes ahead, or they start off thirteen minutes ahead of the Daleks, don't mm. they? And then every time they sort of stop off to try and tinker, then the Daleks catch up a bit. <laughs> and, and it is just brilliant because um, often the Doctor appears and nothing happens and they go, they sort of slip away and then the Daleks appear several minutes after them, create absolute fucking carnage <laughs> and then just disappear again. Yeah, and that is the that is the pattern for six episodes. It never yeah. differ, you know, goes Yeah, it goes just doesn't right stop, back. does it? It's fantastic. No. It just won't stop. <laughs> There's a lot of moments in this as well where you can see this, the rocks in the background are just cloths put over wooden squares yes yeah there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of very nice um 
colouring in drapes and uh, yeah. calico, calico, isn't there? Because that's a bit mm. later on when they go to the mechanoid planet. When, Someone's when... just drawn some vines on probably <laughs> on top of the thing that they drew the sound on. Because when they kill the Amdram fishmen, <laughs> um, you know, the screen goes, you know, the opposite colours and back again. Yeah. I say colours, it's black and white. Um, they all are like, oh, I am dead. And they lie yes. down on the floor very slowly. <laughs> when, when, when the Dalek kills the first Iridian, it looks like he's mildly annoyed to death. Because mm. he sort of goes, oh, 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 God. And then, oh. I'll tell you what's missing. You know, we talked about with the Troughton episode we did, which actually we didn't actually release. Um, <laughs> but the discombobulating effect of the not being a cliffhanger music. This one, yes. you get a little jazz trio at the end. <laughs> <laughs> it's very jaunty, isn't it? Yeah. This this like, soundtrack is lovely. It's like, one, two, three, scooby-dub, next week. And there's no surprise either. It's like, next week, the death of the Doctor. <laughs> I know they do that now visually. but yeah. And, and yeah. the Doctor will be scatting next week. Um, <laughs> I, love, I, I just kind of like the idea that that is actually Ian and Barbara at the end of every episode. <laughs> just... <laughs> <laughs> giving it some welly. Yeah. It's fantastic. Welcome to All Rather Mysterious, the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. My name is Eleanor Morton. My name is David Reed. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world. You had any noises? What about um, a door creaking? Uh, no, uh, you don't have to do that. That weird kadunk that yeah, lights going off makes for some reason in films. <laughs> All rather mysterious. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So they go, we leave, should we leave Iridius? I mean, Iridius was always going to dry up because it's called Iridius. Mm. Um, yes, uh, as in arid. So I'm just kind of like, guys, you should have seen this coming. You should have really <laughs> planned ahead. Um, well, so it, they take th- off. Things come to a head, don't they? Because the Maya beasts um, attack through the wall, don't they? Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a bit where Barbara realizes she's not in the right place because she's supposed to be leaning against the wall. Um, so when when you, if, if if you notice they attack the wall, the mm. polystone bricks falls down, and then she sort of very quickly three steps backs herself in and goes, "Oh no! Oh gosh! <laughs> it's fantastic." Because she's been sleeping against that wall, which is when they say, "Do you want to sleep here?" She sort of <laughs> leans against it in the weirdest way that no one would ever sleep like that. And you're like, and "Oh, then, okay, I guess that's gonna that's gonna pay off later." It looks looks like she's trying to tune an organ or something. It's yeah. really <laughs> because the doctor says, "No, no, you need some rest. So get in the most uncomfortable position you can think of. <laughs> think of a percentage sign and try and make that with your body, <laughs> and then just wanders off to eat some paste." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they get attacked and then and then oh Ian gets injured as well, doesn't he? He does, yes. not for the first time. I mean he's gonna get yeah, he's gonna go through a lot he, this. He uh, really this goes through the wars, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. And yeah. he looks like a he, he looks a bit like a lost member of a barbershop quartet. <laughs> <With his laughs> really big chunky stripes. He all he needs is a boater. 
Yeah. He also <laughs> looks a bit like an undercover policeman. Yeah. <laughs> even on even on alien planets, people would go, you're an undercover cop, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> people you anything, would just Phil. know. And <laughs> <laughs> um, so we, so yeah. So we'll, so they escape, don't they? From Iridius. they escape in the TARDIS, as yeah. as they could always do. Well, they walk past a Dalek that's supposed to be guarding it. Oh yes. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and they get out by making a Dalek um, go over a coat. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. Because they were still going for the like them. They move by static or something at this point, weren't they? That was the idea. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't quite hold up, but yeah. So they 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 managed to get get round it and get back in the TARDIS, um, and then then my goodness, <laughs> we're in New York City. I know. Yeah. Now when when this first when they first landed on the top of the Empire State Building, I was like, oh, this is mm. going to be amazing, and this is the worst bit of the whole <laughs> <laughs> sequence so much. Yeah, it's awful because it's it's mm. nothing of consequence at all. No, <laughs> it's Peter, Peter Purvis, Peter Purvis. <laughs> Playing, playing this guy from Alabama with the mo- with the most stunning accent ever. It's incredible, isn't it? He's from Alabama. Um, yeah. He. Um, so yeah, they they land. I, don't, I mean, you know, how they got the entire Doctor Who crew to do- to New York for a for a ten minute sequence is extraordinary. <laughs> the budget in those days it? were ridiculous. Yeah, it's so lovely when you can see the sort of. Pathé news footage <laughs> yeah, yeah. of New York. But I think I think the set at the top of um, uh, the Empire State looks really good. Yeah, um, and it's really mad. A TARDIS appears. They all come out, and Alabama man's like, "What? Why did you just like kill the camera or something?" <laughs> yeah, then, they, yeah. then they bugger off, and then suddenly the Daleks appear in there. I'm trying to work out what that machine looked like. It just looked like a couple of shoehorns tied together. But... Yeah. <laughs> and then a Dalek comes out. He seems fine with that. He's, I really well, yeah, wanted he's the Dalek fine. to kill him. That would have been like that's what the Dalek should have done is just exterminate him. But no, yeah. the and Dalek he... just goes, "Oh dear, oh, and we're off again." <laughs> this this is a really fun story, but it does do loads of damage to the Dalek's reputation as in any way a scary villain. Yeah, because they just well, they turn were, up they and were he's quite like amusing at times, weren't they? Mm. In... There's a bit in the in the in the previous episode where it's the it's the cliffhanger on on episode one where the Dalek comes out of the sand, but it's coughing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, it's going. Which doesn't make sense because in um, is it in Dalek's master plan one comes out of the sea and that one doesn't go. <gasps> 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 no. No, it doesn't. It's very not. weird. <laughs> so then, and then the um, the tour guide, the world's creepiest tour guide, comes back. Oh, with the, the most said. amazing sort of bro- Bronx accent. Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna check your pockets. There's nothing in them. I got it all. Yeah, he's, he's like he's like a crook, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. So creepy. <laughs> and then you get just this off the whole punchline to this bit. Which is all it is, really. It's like Terry Nation's been writing for uh, not only, but also, you know, it's like it's a little yes. sketch. Is that the guy from Alabama sort of gets a tiny bit embarrassed? Yeah, and he's left sort of on the floor, thumping it, thinking there's a secret hatch. Yeah, and I can only imagine that after that, he just gets put in a sanatorium, mm. starts getting shock treatment, <laughs> yeah, and just sort of dies. It's because everyone thinks he's utterly insane. Yeah, it's really sad. Well, it's, such a, it's such a weird thing because the next place they go, this mm. is brilliant. 
It's really fun, isn't it? Because mm. it's really, really fun. fun. It's clever, clever writing. And yeah. I just think, oh, if it was me, I would have had them straight there instead, um, mm. straight to the next place instead of top of the Empress <laughs> Bit building. Yes. Because it's a bit of a sort of dead 12 minutes. It really is. It's but, like, you, know. <laughs> you, you in each one, you're like, okay, the TARDIS crew are here. And then you're like, what, how are the Daleks going to go, going to mess this up? So it gets very exciting. Yeah. Because they, they we're on a we're on a boat. We're on a boat, aren't we? And you're going, mm. well, what boat could this be? <laughs> and you just don't know at all. And then again, the same the same pattern. Um, mm-hmm. So the, so the TARDIS appears first. A member of the crew immediately grabs out of Vicky and sort of no, I'm Barbara, and sort yeah. of threatens that he's going to sexually abuse her. Yeah, it's very it's dark. A harsh world it? in those days. God, good God. And Barbara, I'd imagine at this stage, is sort of going. Well, you know, let's have a proper look at you. Um, <laughs> yeah, go on then. I tell you what, why not? I'm getting a bit fed up, to be honest. <laughs> they could have brought back the accident-prone thing, and she could have touched his penis; it could have fallen off. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> Just as someone does the uh, pit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be carry on Doctor Who for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Ian gets knocked spark out. That's fun. Yes. Yeah. Co- uh, comically by uh, mm-hmm. Vicky because first of all she knocks one of the crew senseless then yeah. Ian comes over to help so she just bashes him on the noggin as well <laughs> then they both and get, they all get perfect, in the target again he does perfect cross-eyed yeah <laughs> so if he could imagine have made little birds cartoon appear birds around flying around his head yeah or yeah. in this case very small blue tar- TARDIS eyes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> flying around <laughs> would have been a great trick They've been so good. And then... And they bugger off and then the Daleks appear. Yay! Cue the funniest baby death in all of Doctor Who, I reckon. Oh, my God, oh, I Jesus. know. Yeah. <laughs> Just Very a scre- dark. a screaming plump lady debating whether to jump to her death yeah. with her baby <laughs> and thinking, it's either that or those fucking aliens that are trying to kill us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so they, they all... Everyone jumps in. into the sea. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And then the Dalek goes in. Yeah, the, the, I don't quite understand. Is, it cause he's, is he supposed to be going at such speed that he can't <laughs> slow down? Because it doesn't look like that. It really doesn't. And doesn't he sort of go, oh no! <laughs> as he falls. Ah, he's like, ah! did, did you read the trivia about these Daleks? Go on. No. They were <clears throat> built for the Peter Cushing film. Ooh. Oh, yes, and, I heard and this. And apparently yeah. these are the only time they're seen... The, the first time they were seen, because the film came out after this. Ah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh. So, so weren't there, wasn't there plans to make a Peter Cushing version of The Chase? Oh, um, I don't know. And then maybe people saw The Chase. <laughs> <But, laughs> they, they went, no. It would yeah. be a three-hour film. <laughs> Plus, we'd have to leave London. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's that. And we've um, got that huge sugar puffs um deal, so we're not leaving London. Because <laughs> there's sugar puff adverts everywhere in Dark Invasion Earth. Is that right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> everywhere. And Roy Castle doesn't you can't be asked. No. I mean, even even to the point where it's plastered on the underside of the Dalek spaceship. <laughs> <Is that big>? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right, look at that. Oh. Uh, it makes sense, because the baddie is, after all, Henry McGee. <laughs> <laughs> the Daleks kick his door down, and he says, all right, I'll get you some sugar puffs. <laughs> the Dalek, well, it looks like the Daleks will do anything for their sugar puffs. <laughs> Silly fools. <laughs> yeah. 
And then we so anyway, the... so yeah, they leave, and then oh. the reveal is beautiful when they leave the ship. That's it's a all... really lovely idea. Yeah. It is. It's the SS Madame de Pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> we, all, we all knew it. <laughs> It's the Mary Celeste. The everyone. Mary Celeste. Yeah. Isn't that brilliant? That's why it was empty that's, when it was finally found because they all ran away from Daleks. Clever old Terence Dix. Yeah. So and to be it's... honest, that's that's Doctor Who's fault. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, don't they do a thing where, like, that's really fun? You think, well done, everyone. That's really good TV making. And then we go yes. back to the TARDIS, and then Ian says, "Did anyone notice that was the Mary Celeste?" Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> Well, we have now. Thank you for flagging that up. <laughs> yeah, I know it's bizarre. And then mm. now, and now, th- what is this that they appear in now? All I wrote is the TARDIS now appears in ghastly green. Mm. No, this is the bit I didn't like. If I'm honest. <laughs> no, well, because it doesn't make any sense. No, it <laughs> it's also horrible. Like it becomes a bit of like a cacophony of just like nasty, horrible things happening. Mm. And you're like, yes. Oh God, I don't like this at all. So the, yeah, so they, it's like a haunted house. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, they're not like a subtle haunted house. Like it's, it's very broad. It's very broad, broad brushstrokes. Yeah. yeah. And the first thing you think is, Oh, they've obviously landed in some sort of vaudevillian, silly ghost house ghost trainy thing mm. but the doctor goes no 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 we're in a time and dimension where people's horrors have come to fruition <sighs> yes and you're like oh okay well you're the doctor you must be right and then when they leave it turns out no you're fucking wrong yeah you're right. <laughs> it's it's a vaudevillian tent yeah <laughs> so the doctor's like oh definitely this is a dreamscape <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you know nothing Imagine if he'd like thought, I'm in a dream, there are no consequences. Just like, got his cock out and just, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I can push Vicky down the stairs. (laughs) Oh, this is basically an episode where they go to fucking Madame Tussauds' House of Horror. (laughs) It's got no bearing or consequence on the story. No. It's just really bizarre. And when you've got a five episode story, Mm. could knock this one out. Yeah. He, um, yeah, you really so could. what they've got in this this in the the festival of Ghana 1996 cancelled by Peking whatever that means yes. um, they they've got an animatronic is it animatronic we meant to assume they're animatronic these things I think the idea is that they're supposed to be robots yeah robots yes. yeah um, so you've got a Dracula a Frankenstein and a woman who shouts woman who screams yeah evening. She hasn't had her meds. Yeah. You've got, you've, got, you've got a skeleton and you've got a bat. Yeah. And that's and that's your lot. It's the corona yeah. bat though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. Awful. Um you do get also to see someone I think that we've all wanted to see, which is someone just pick up a Dalek and they just smash it on the ground. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know. It's amazing. It's like a WWF wrestling match. <laughs> it's utter chaos. And Ooh. also, if these if these things are just uh, sort of, you know, automatons for, for, mm. for fun, mm-hmm. um, they seem to be absolutely impervious to the Daleks, which is incredible. The Daleks can't seem to touch them. Nice. Yeah. Because the Daleks appear later again and they're like, what the hell is this? And they just shot shooting at everything. But that doesn't seem to make a single difference. No. See, for years people are saying that the Daleks' enemies are stairs, when mm. actually it was Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently it, it was Barnum based entertainment that, they, that uh, could could defeat the Daleks well it is shit isn't it yeah. just a man with a boater going come in see come in see the bearded lady come on <laughs> fucking run 
<laughs> oh my god! <laughs> See, why did we waste time with the Mavellans and all that trying to fight the Daleks when just an army of those Frankenstein's would have been amazing? Yeah, exactly. And also, they've been built in a sort of shed in Alabama. If that's the way to defeat the Daleks, my god, it's easy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's so frustrating the doctor only never also like so it all comes to a head when you've got the woman shouting you've got Frankenstein smashing up Daleks and in all of that <laughs> they leave without Vicky which is what I think they all go oh I thought she was on board how how did you not notice <laughs> I think that's a calculated move I do yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do I mm-hmm. think there's like um, we can slip away now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes well um yeah. <laughs> well, it's a nicer atmosphere on the ship now, isn't there? Uh, <laughs> I see you stopped reading your book and you're talking to me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's gone now. So we can put the book she's away. Gone. Yeah. So if you just sort of plot the episode so far, alien mm-hmm. planet, <laughs> tentacles, tentacles coming out of sand dunes, races living in sort of subterranean caves, New mm-hmm. York, then suddenly the Mary Celeste, now we're in Garfsley Grange, Vaudeville. Yeah. It's just... It's I like the fact that it's like, well, if you don't like this bit, just wait 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. There'll be somewhere else entirely. This was actually Terry Sticks when he first tried LSD. <laughs> <laughs> well, All I want a... you to do is record everything that I say. Yeah. All right, Terrence. Oh, God, he's got the night terrors again. <laughs> <laughs> Ghastly Grange! <laughs> sorry, no. sorry. Ghastly Grange! <laughs> Gwastly, gwastly, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him. Oh, R.I.P. It does have a slight element of time bandits about it, doesn't it? Yes. Few, yeah. Yes, it really does. Spot on. Yeah. Yes. Even down to the fact that um, the same actor pops up twice in two different time zones. Mm. Yes, um, yes. Purvis comes back, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's he like comes Michael back Palin. as like a rugged, sexy man. But he hasn't got yeah, a problem. So- Yes, a sort of space Robinson Crusoe. Actually, he has got a problem. He can't act. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah well, we'll get to him when we get to him, but essentially, yeah. they leave him alone on the planet to die. Good. Yeah. <laughs> they make absolutely zero effort to help him. Here's one hmm. we killed earlier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they go off. And this is the robot, right? We've now got a robot. Mm, yeah. The robot yes. of robot uh, William Hartnell. Hartnell. Yeah. Mm. yeah, so he fucked up the Blue Peter Garden. <laughs> <laughs> Left little batteries everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this is the Daleks' plan, isn't it? Yeah. To build a replica of the Doctor. Who will who best to destroy our enemy than our enemy himself? Very true, very mm. true. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> they seem to give the robot Doctor exactly the same frailties as the real Doctor. Yeah, you want him stronger, really, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, ideally, yeah. yeah. You wanted to be able to stand up quite quickly. <laughs> Luckily, this doctor doesn't have to remember any lines. So he's, he's, he's got the edge. Silent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I, I never quite in. got why they made him. What, what, what's their plan? Because they needed to fill five episodes. <laughs> oh, right, I see. <laughs> I this see. Is, so, yeah. so this was a Dalek's plan. This whole thing is a bit plot light. <laughs> padding, 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 padding. Put more padding in the doctor. <laughs> oh no, we've made Colin Baker. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we have made an Ottoman chair. <laughs> 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 and by some movie magic, 
we can see the 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 two William Hartnells fight each other. No idea how they achieved it. No, like they, some cloning or something. It looks amazing. Yeah. Um, to see the two two doctors. Also, I love the fact that when they're trying to sort of prove to each other that they are respectively the real ones, they both yes. talk in really weird robotic language. Mm. And then, the, and then the reason, and the the way that she works it out is it right? Is um, she knows it's the real doctor because he fucks it up. <laughs> That's right. Because yeah. yes. he gets information wrong again. Yeah. <laughs> That's our hero, everyone. <laughs> they haven't really bedded in the doctor that we know yet, have they? At the moment, no. he really is a cantankerous little fuckwit who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> I mean, essentially, the first doctor is Donald Trump. Yes. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. He's got, got that weird hair. It's a weird hair. He's, he's... so glad someone's finally said it. <laughs> <laughs> he can't read. <laughs> and he's immobile. Yeah. <laughs> and, and often talks completely out of context. So, yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> My God. I was probably racist, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Go for it with your beliefs and make sure that I am not mistaken in mine. Uh... <laughs> Except if Trump got confronted with a replica himself he would have sex with it definitely (laughs) (laughs) oh my word oh dear so yeah this is a so and vicky is in the dalek ship isn't she's like a stowaway yeah 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 and she seems quite sort of fine with it i'd leave her there she's all right yeah (laughs) she's quite a good time she sees that she sees the dalek also i love the fact that they pad out the daleks by Occasionally in the background, there'll just be like a cardboard cut out of a Dalek. <laughs> <laughs> like coming down in a lift, there'll be like a 2D yeah. Dalek. And, and I'm no quite good at impressionist painting. Look yeah. at this one. <laughs> oh, that's lovely, yes. Would you like to see my watercolours? <laughs> mm, right, I wish there was a female Dalek that was voiced by Pat Coombs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Or There's possibly a stuttering Irene, Irene Handel, a really, a really bossy female. With a rolling pin instead of a plunger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Some tiny little bit of netting on top of her head. Yeah. <laughs> what are you all doing up? <laughs> oh, you rotters. You're all rotters. Everything you're saying is lewd. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so we, we, we then... Um, uh, after the fight and yeah. after the robot is round, is it destroyed? Is it like thrown off a cliff or something? Uh, yes, it yes, is. Yeah. It's, well, it sort of, it sort of just sort of slightly topples. Oh yeah, in, in, <laughs> in, in the same in the same way the Dalek did on the planet Iridian down down the Sandy Owl. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the, in the way as the other Dalek fell off the Mary Celeste. Yeah, <laughs> it's the only way to off a Dalek, right? Just just push it yeah. off something. It's yeah. funny with these old studio-based ones because <clears throat> obviously you know they're they're doing it live in a studio. Ooh. And they've got those mics, and they've got obviously the wooden flooring at, at times. And, yeah. and you can just hear them st- stamping on the wood. It's really quite <laughs> distracting, particularly later on when they're on top of that platform. But I have noticed, yeah. even though this was filmed, what, in 1965, there mm. are less boom mic shots in these than there are in the fucking ones we'll be talking about soon. <laughs> don't, don't. Oh my God. Jesus right. Christ, they've had 25 years to rectify <laughs> this situation. <laughs> 
and still no. We're talking about. I mean, we talked God. about this, and we know for a fact that there are worse effects coming up in some twenty years hence episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah my <laughs> God! I mean, when they appear, appear on the mechanoid planet, there's some lovely, lovely model work going on here yeah. for what for the budget they great. had. Mm. The, when, the, the, the lead mechanoid taking the Doctor and everyone into the city. I mm. mean, I know it's tiny miniature built out, <laughs> of, bals- built out of balsa wood and everything, but it mm. looks fucking great. It does. They can sort of get away with it being quite impressionistic because you can a lot some of those shots you can barely see anything they're so fuzzy mm, um, yeah. that you can sort of go oh I kind of you forgive it and actually it becomes more of like it's not meant to be literal what I'm looking at isn't meant to be literal it's meant to just like represent something and you go oh that's meant to be the city sure I'm happy with that yeah mm. absolutely and I love the fact that the mechanoids have chosen to live. Mm. Surrounded by vegetation. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that makes no really, sense. Really <laughs> in, incongruous place to. Just, this is this is where we're going to lay down our hat and call our home. <laughs> this really unwieldy planet for us. <laughs> well, the mechanoids intended as well as like a, a um, they're going to replace the Daleks in the same way the quarks and the um, the what ones have we already discussed? The uh, not the Dominators. Um, oh yeah, protons. the protons. Yeah, like protons. they all. They wanted to replace them, right? So I wonder if the mechanoids were meant to be like the new Daleks. Oh. Yeah, well, they're, they're definitely of the same ilk, aren't they? And yeah. there's something... Um, I, I kind of really like the mechanoids. I mean, they're, yeah. they're, they're, they're really bonkers. Mm. Yeah. Um, um, I like the fact that at the beginning, um, they don't speak, and, and then they suddenly do start to have slight <laughs> rudiments of language. But before that, they seem to make sort of like cycles of dishwasher noises <laughs> weird mechanical sort of you know from the Daleks no no they really don't no. they really give as good as they get yeah. um, and I think they look great until they pop up the top hatch and you could just see ping pong balls yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that just completely Legs diminishes 11. them <laughs> 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 oh dear <laughs> All on its own number. I can just imagine that. That's brilliant. <laughs> of course, the Crotons were held back by, you know, being from the Midlands and therefore lacking ambition. That's true. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the, so it looks like the Mechanoids' main sort of weapon is they've got sort of flamethrowers and they've got yeah. weird, sort of, weird sort of pincers that come out. Pincers. Little hugging Pins, little Pincers hugging from sticks. the Midlands. They sort of hug Daleks to death. Yeah. yeah. I liked that bit where it just kind of grabs the Dalek and just speaks to it kind of soothingly, but kills it. Yeah. I know, and the Dalek's going, I am immobilised. Mm. Mm. And then they uh, have a huge fight for five minutes. And it's I am really... an anarchist. <laughs> <laughs> know what fun. I want and I know when to get it. <laughs> John Lydon would be a brilliant voice for a Dalek. <laughs> John Lydon as Davros would be amazing. He oh would. My God. I mean, he wouldn't oh. need any makeup. With his lisp as well, that would be perfect. Yeah, it's got weird big, big ears with earrings in them. I, cool. I saw I saw John Lydon um, about five years ago at a music festival for Public Image, and he, um, in my partner's uh, home country of Slovakia, they have their their own version of Glastonbury, which is called Pohoda, and it happens to be um, about two miles from the town where my partner's from. So every time we go over in the summer holidays, we go to the festival, but we don't have to camp and all that crap and just go back to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and one day we. Um, we went there and it was 
<laughs> it was John Lydon with Public Image. And he, he stood on the stage, and the first thing he said before he started performing was, he goes, I noticed that there's a huge fence around this uh, festival. And there's all these Slovaks <laughs> going, I don't know what he's saying. <laughs> um, and then he goes, the big fence around this festival, is that to keep us in or them out? <laughs> Whoa. And was like, oh, just play your tune, you prick. <laughs> And, uh, and just launched into I'm a warrior <laughs> which is the most amazing just never say the word warrior John warrior. it just doesn't work for you I'm a warrior yeah. sounds like hey, Tyler Sticks, sticks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> but the idea, of, the idea of John Lydon as Davros is amazing yeah it is <laughs> I, we must make that happen yeah hello doctor <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, yeah. So the mechanoids, they're cool. I really like them. They're mad. Mm. Yeah. They're and even more unwieldy than Daleks. <laughs> yeah. Now, that... there's something that this episode's got in common with another episode we're going to do uh, in this series. Mm. Oh, yes. In being that, it's when we say goodbye to assistance. Yes. Yes, mm. I know. And I had no idea this was coming. Oh, no. Although the, although the clues are there in episode one because they're all literally getting on each other's wick. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're desperate to go. <laughs> I was going to say I was quite touched because I'm not that familiar with Hartnell. In fact, I think this is only like the second one I've watched. Mm-hmm. But I was remarkably touched by his performance when they go, and he's all pissed off about it. And then he turns around and says, "I shall miss them." Yeah, yeah. Like athletes, like athletes' foot. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a lovely little performance. And it all ties it's back. It's nice that he um... did that. Yeah, because before that, he was fucking. Fu- Yes, at them both. Mm. Oh my god! Mm. Does he say that thing about you'll be flying through Spain, and then he has yeah, to disgrace right. himself? To space. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> you'll be flying through Spain. <laughs> oh my god! You'll, you'll have to have a siesta and all that greasy food. <laughs> <laughs> Afterwards, they said to they said Bill, so where are you going on holiday? Oh, I'm going to space. Oh shit! <laughs> I know what I've done there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, because because there's just a, there's a brief point where where they're about to escape. By the mm. way, they've been helped by Peter Purvis. Peter Purvis, yeah, rugged Peter Purvis, who they just mm. abandon. Yeah, mm-hmm. who who's been in in prison on the Mechanoid planet and has built scaffolding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's his whole job, so he can go to the top and just have a little look at the look at the mm. vista because the Mechanoids <laughs> don't care. It's just really yeah. like a kitchen extinction. That's all he's done in months. <laughs> <laughs> and they, the way they escape is they descend the roof. They put Vicky first, who's screaming. So they think, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll blindfold you as well. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then she falls and she drags Barbara almost with her. <laughs> and Ian's like, oh, my God. And, the, and if you look at it, he drags Barbara back off the cliff ledge by grabbing out of her knickers. <laughs> he does. He gets a fold of the waistband and yanks her back. a huge back. wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> And because I think that's the stage where Barbara goes, do you know what? I've fucking had enough of this shit now. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Purvis has to go back downstairs to get his his toy panda. That's right, yeah. yeah that that is is perfectly, no- perfectly normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, he he descends behind them and immediately gets attacked by, by the mad fungal trees, mm. which don't get much airtime, but there they are. Who used to be in the undertones, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but they completely leave him to his fate. I mean, he, he has sort of helped them. Yeah, Quite a lot, but now nah, fuck him. Because <laughs> in uh, the time medley, you find out he's he's stowed away, 
um, in that. But do you do you see that in the chase? I don't think you do. I think no. it's just like that ends with them just going, and that man's dead. Oh, mm-hmm. well. Ah, so he actually does get on board, does he? Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, yeah. because the time medal is the, uh, is, is, is the next thing, isn't it? It's, yes, It's the yeah. next story. Oh, well, there you go. That's good. That's a bit of continuity. It's a shame they didn't <laughs> bloody bother when they were doing the episode. He spent, yeah. he spent an evening watching Vicky have a shower. <laughs> before revealing himself <laughs> as it were I've been here the whole time before revealing his intentions <laughs> Peter, and it's... Peter pervert more like yes what? thank you right. can you even say that don't be blue Peter yeah <laughs> well now we'll be showing you how to make a pervert out of some milk bottle tops <laughs> and, a, and a lovely rain mac <laughs> and a divot yeah and a divot <laughs> So the doctor sort of after initially going, well, if you're going to leave me, I hope you all die. Mm. And, then, <laughs> and, and we're going to go in this ship, by the way, that we don't know how to use. Mm. <laughs> but then so the doctor explodes. sort of reluctantly, yeah, the doctor reluctantly goes, well, you've got 50-50 chance. Yeah. <laughs> and leaves them. There's no, there's no goodbye. No. It's just, it's, oh, go on yeah. then, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, quite, it's quite sort of, oh, my God. It's quite stark. Yeah. And then when he's alone in the TARDIS, I should miss them. Mm. I should miss them. And, and then he... we get that wacky photo montage. Oh, my God. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is that? What fucking idea is that? <laughs> <laughs> it's them just like leaping around in London to this wacky mm. jazz music. It reminded me of the beginning of one of the um, uh, um, A Bit of Fry Laurie uh, yes, series. Yes. One of them starts really exactly does. the same with them sightseeing. Yeah, Filthy Richard Cat as well. Yes, exactly. And there's a lovely bit where they find a blue police box and they're like, oh, this yeah. whole fucking thing. Yeah. And this is, I'm just thinking, who's taking these pictures? Because <laughs> we see it's just two of them. Yeah. Maybe they bought a mechanoid with them. Yes. <laughs> and they pushed it in the Thames at the end. You don't, yeah. see, you don't see the mechanoid on the bus. On the bus. <laughs> That's why the conductor's like, where have you been? You're not space. Yeah. Why'd you say you that? Because there's a big fucking alien there. Yeah. <laughs> it's a not so... My reckoning is that they, they wanted to have like this big montage at the end of them playing in London and, you know, they were given a portable cam. They said, can we, we're going to film some stuff in London. Can we have a camera? And someone yes. at the BBC gave them a snappy snaps, like take 20 pictures and throw it away thing. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. well, we've got to do something with this. So yeah, we end up with, um, we end up they with a lovely, lovely little sort of gay day out in London, don't they? Yeah. Do all the touristy things. Yeah. Mm. Cause they've, they've been arrived... for two years. Yeah, they've, they've arrived two years late, haven't they? Mm. Which they're going to have to worry about how they're going to go back to the school that they teach it and explain that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we went on holiday for two years. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> and I love the and payoff of the, um, the little TV as well. He, he just watches them, make sure they're okay in the TV. Mm. And that's a nice, yes, that's a that's nice right. bit of circularity for, for quite a weird and disjointed story. Also... But, They've been travelling in space and time, mm-hmm. you know, broadening horizons. They come back and their first thought is, should we just go back and work where we were before? <laughs> Do something else. Yeah. Write a book. Write a sci-fi <laughs> mm, book. Mm. Ian, you've been doing the research. Come yeah. on. Mm. You've got a blockbuster on your hands. <laughs> Doesn't no. um, the 50th anniversary say that he became the headmaster of the Coal Hill School? Is that right? Uh, That's a Gary Sparrow-esque lack of ambition. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stay in the same school and work my way up to headmaster. Yeah. You've, seen, you've seen things no one will ever see. <laughs> but, I, but I suppose that if you've 
You've travelled around billions of galaxies and dimensions and you go home. You imagine, you, like, someone, did you want to go to Rio? You'd be like, no, no, not really. <laughs> you know, give a shit. Is... I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. Yes, yeah. I've seen attack ships on fire. Yeah. <laughs> Rutger Howard, their headmaster of Blade Runner High School. <laughs> I've seen the doctor taking one of his five-year shits with the door open. <laughs> It's not pleasant. Because <laughs> he's got two of them, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, would, I leave it two years. <laughs> oh, thank you, Doctor. But that's the chase, though. That is the chase. I think we've more or less covered it completely. What score um, are we giving it out of 100? Yeah, we've got to give it a score. Gosh, okay, who um, wants to go um, first? Uh, well, well, we, well, hang on, we're giving it 100... Oh, yeah. We always give it 100-something, so it's got to be oh. 100. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the chase. What's the most prevalent? <laughs> 100 100 Draculas. 100 Draculas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, you, 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 get, you, get to, you get to cast the first okay. stone. I mean, score. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think this is a fun one. I think it's, it's yeah. sort of... It really, it really romped along, and that doesn't happen. That you can't say that about a lot of Hartnell. No. Um, and because at the end it became a meme for a while, I don't know if you saw this. Um, was London 1965? Right. Uh, they were all very excited uh, as being London 1965. I'm going to give it 65 out of 100 oh, Draculas. That's lovely. Nice. That's mm. Really good. Mm -hmm. I like that. And if you think about what's about to come, which is the time medley, now that goes on and on. Oh and boy. On. Yeah. on and nothing happens for like <laughs> so this yeah. is relentless madness even though some of it didn't quite work um, mm. I'm gonna I'm, I really like your way of thinking because I love the chase I thought it was really good fun mm -hmm. like, bit, it, it starts off brilliant sags a little bit but gets brilliant again and I yes. like that so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna sit right on your 65 perch and join you I'm joining oh, you nice. 65 Fantastic. that's a lovely score for it mm. I am gonna say that yes I had lots of fun with this it goes yeah. a fair lick but it's one episode too long. So I'm going to go... Uh, I'm going 68. <gasps> Whoa. Hang on. Hang along, Lou. Hmm. So that is... We have we have 198 out of 300 Draculas for the chase. Woo! <laughs> 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 wow. Good it's evening. Good evening. Good evening. That's two. Good yeah. evening. That's three. We're doing them all. We're doing them all. Good evening. That's. <laughs> I'm pretty sure by doing counting and Draculas, we've infringed uh, Jim Henson's copyright there. So that oh, is yeah. <laughs> problematic. Of course, we made a joke without thinking about it because it was Count Dracula. Yeah. <laughs> the, the chase. The chase. I think we've comprehensively covered oh. the chase. Um, we have. Is, were there any questions from anyone, or are we no. not doing questions? No. <laughs> no. Well, I didn't. I, think... I didn't announce it. I didn't want oh, to take okay. fate. <laughs> Fair enough. I think the only question we'll get is why? Why? Why did you watch the chase? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was going to be the game show. <laughs> Which Bradley is hosted Walsh. by Bradley Walsh. See, it's all. It all fits. Yeah. Oh, it's all going. All folding in. It's yeah. all circular. Well, I will. We will see you oh. next time. In the meantime, I'd say, is that right? Have I, have I gone too previous? Or should yeah. we? Because uh, no, no, basically, no, what I wanted all. to do is go follow us. Um, is it at Weezing Pod? At Weezing Pod. At Weezing Pod. And um, to, to, to both uh, John and Paul, I shall miss them. Aww. I shall miss them. I shall miss you too. So we'll have a five minute break and do the, do the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I, will, I, I will say, good evening. <laughs> <laughs>
working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld an eerie sight for my monster from its slab began to rise and suddenly to my surprise he did the monster mash it was a graveyard smash it caught on in a flash he did the monster mash from my lab in the castle east to the master bedroom where the vampires feast the ghouls all came from their humble abodes to get a joke from my If you're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Con Sessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hunton and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favourite cult heroes at Comic-Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Con Sessions. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.